Alright, what's up? Um, Here we are, back with another episode. So, this episode, I'm going to be looking, talking about the Frank Martin versus uh, Michelle Rivera fight that happened, what, three days ago, from when I'm recording this? One heck of a fight that happened in Vegas. Um, apologies for not previewing the fight. Life got in the way, so I wasn't able to preview it, but definitely want to talk about it, kind of just give a recap and talk about Frank Martin, because I, I had Martin, I was thinking Martin uh, Frank was going to win the fight, but man, talk about an absolute domination, and that really potentially could catapult him into bigger discussions in the 135 vision, which, you know, I said in my first episodes, the best division, in my opinion, out right now in boxing. Obviously, other divisions, you know, might have something to say about that, but right now, 135 is loaded, and you just add Frank Martin into that, that's really, he looked phenomenal, and so we'll just talk about that right now. I'll talk about the fight, you know, talk about how he looked. Um, uh, talk a little on uh, Rivera's side. Yeah, and then um, kind of just stay to 135 because we all know one of the top dogs has a fight in a couple in less than three weeks, I think, at 135. So, you know, that'll be for a different episode, but we'll kind of look ahead. So, I mean, let's just get straight to it and uh, Martin, uh, Martin versus Rivera. So, getting into this fight, I mean, I mentioned it, you know, just a second ago. Absolute dominance from Frank Martin versus Michelle Rivera, which they mentioned this on the broadcast. It's crazy to think that when this fight, you know, first was announced, um... Not too long ago, because Rivera fought only two in October, I believe. So, it was when it first was announced, you know, not too long ago. Vegas and people had Rivera as the favorite. Obviously, when it came to fight day, it was slightly in Martin's favor. But, like, even me, I was thinking this was a 50-50 fight. Because Rivera, I mean, if, if you'd never watched him before, you would probably think, okay... You know, after watching the Martin fight, okay, this is a slouch. No, he's no slouch. He is a real deal fighter. You know, some people had him, you know, above Martin in the 135. Uh, I'd say rankings, you know. So, to see what Martin did all night. He was active. He was moving around. The left was getting in there, you know, because they're talking about how Martin doesn't have the reach on Rivera. They're thinking Rivera was going to use the jab, use his reach, and really keep him at a distance. And Martin was so active that he was fighting from both, like an it from a distance and inside. The way he, you know, keep his own jab up, keep block, you know, he'd block Rivera's attempt at a jab. He'd keep his jab, and then come in with a left real quick and bounce right out. When I say bounce right out, his footwork the entire night, like I was watching, he was in and out. In and out, like with a snap of fingers, he'd, you know, 
get a shot off, get right back out. You know, so Rivera really, he was getting hit and couldn't counter. And Rivera is a good counter puncher, but he just didn't have time or didn't have, I don't know, like a position or wasn't available to counter back. You know, and that's why come the later rounds, you know, it was like, okay, Rivera has to do something, but he's more of a counter. He's a better counter puncher than he is, you know, creating his own, I don't know, creating his own, um, blanking on the word right now, punch it, not punches, but action. You know, yeah, he can create his own um, action, but, you know, can counter with the best of them. So seeing Frank do that was really good. You know, you know, he get he drops uh, Rivera in the seventh round, and through the first six, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, he's winning this fight. You know, maybe through six, he's given up two rounds. You know, I think maybe Rivera had won one round. Maybe if it was either the third or fourth, and that was just because Martin. I was afraid Martin had maybe tired himself out those first few rounds. Which we all know he didn't. Um, but, you know, come the seventh round, he actually drops Rivera. And that was my biggest thing because I was thinking, you know, Martin can beat up on Rivera all night, but does he have power? Because in 135, you're going to need some power. We look at Javante Davis, you know. A lot of people don't think he's a great boxer. You know, I think he has really good boxing abilities. But you don't really need it when you have that equalizer. You have that one-punch power that can end a night, you know. You're in the 11th round. You're down round, you know, three rounds. You still have a chance because you have that punch. And granted, I'm not comparing Frank Martin's power to Javante Davis's. I don't think anyone can in 135 or maybe even 140. Javante. But, you know, putting power, you know, having enough power to put him on the deck, you know, get you an extra point. That was big. Because I'm like, yeah, you can put on a clinic and beat someone all night. But when you're getting those flush shots, hitting him in the face, hitting him in the body, getting whatever you want, you know, put him on the canvas at least once. And he did that. Of course, I'd love to see, you know, a knockout. But I think Martin was being extremely cautious. He was getting in, getting out. He wasn't, there were a couple exchanges. Um, there was an exchange in the seventh round. Um, yeah, uh, right before the knockout, actually, uh, there was a nice exchange on the inside and then Martin was getting out. So really just a great fight by Martin. And this is where, you know, Martin, of course, promoted by Earl Spence, coached by Derek James. This is where I believe Derek James plays a key part in. Because I truly believe that this was the game plan all along. Was exactly how Martin executed. You know, and Derek uh, James was just um, named uh, Trainer of the Year by ESPN. Congrats, congratulations. There really wasn't any competition having the Earl fight. Um, then the uh, Jermel Charlo fight and now the Frank Martin fight. Granted, it was announced before the Frank Martin fight, but it was a no-brainer this year that I was um, Derek James. But I think Frank Martin has a great team around him between Spence, 
you know, Charlo's going to be in the gym with him. Uh, James is his manager. You know, he hired a nutritionist. And here's one thing that I was looking at. Martin, who's 28, you know, for fighters, it's like, you look at it. Okay, yeah, he's kind of at the beginning, not beginning of his career necessarily, but like, you're just now hearing about him, right? So say he was on the quote-unquote regular boxers route, right? And you would just be here now hearing about him. Say he'd be four years younger, 24. Okay. He is kind of in the prime of his physical ability, you know, and he's making a name for himself, you know, and he's going to get these big shots coming up. I don't think, because I know they're asking him afterwards, all right, do you want, you know, what do you want next? And he's called out Haney, called out uh, Tank. Being realistic, he's not going to get those shots next. Um, I saw uh, Chris Colbert uh, call him out. Um, not call him out, but say, we can get it on. Um, Martin's not going to get those big, big names yet. Because what I'm mentioning, he he's not your regular, necessarily upstart fighter. Or beginning of the career fighter. He's 28, and his physical peak, you know, with the trainer of the year and one of the best fighters in the world by his side. He's not going to get those great looks right off the bat. So, with that, it's going to have to be patience for Frank Martin. Um, he looked incredible. I mean, one thing, one thing they did mention in this broadcast, which, great point. If he gets an uppercut, that would become very deadly. Because when he was on the inside, he could, if he had an uppercut against Rivera, that would have been, I think, lights out for Rivera. He used one once or twice, you know, stung him. But he, you develop a hard-hitting uppercut that does some damage. Big lot of short nights, I think, for Frank Martin. Um, overall, I'm just really impressed by his athleticism. I heard coming into the fight, people, that's what people were raving about, his athleticism. Man, he didn't get tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just consistently was going and going and going. He just didn't get tired, you know. He really, at 135, is going to be a problem for whoever fights him. With that, I mean, like, who's going to fight him? Martin fought three times this year. He wants to fight, you know? So, we'll see. Um, kind of pivoting to Rivera. Man. He's a good fighter. You can't write him off because, you know, Frank Martin's really good. Rivera just looked like he had a very bad night. So with all that, you know, can't count. And even on inside, you know, inside uh, exchanges, Rivera 
held his own. He just, I don't know where, if he was really able to comprehend how to get around a southpaw. Because couldn't get his right foot in the right places. You know, kind of, he just was left in the perfect hitting spit range for Frank Martin. Martin was just teeing off all night. And I don't think he was ready for the speed, the athleticism. So, you know, you go back to the drawing board and, you know, reverse a good fighter. He'll be back. You know, all kudos to him for, you know, putting his undefeated record on the line. So, with that, I mean, just a great fight. Not a great fight necessarily, but two young great fighters fighting, entertaining. The sky's the limit for Frank Martin. Just depends on what opportunities he's gonna get at PBC. Not not at PBC at one thirty five. You know, and who he fights because you know you want to fight Haney. You know, he's Showtime PBC fight with uh, Spence. You know, Haney's top rank. That's, you know, boxing politics, so you never know. But overall, really good fight for uh, Frank Martin. He looked incredible. Derek James looks like he had him, you know, fine-tuned game plan. was superb. You know, really a perfect night for Frank Martin. You know, putting both the boxing, 135 and the boxing world on notice. So that's just my little short recap of Frank Martin versus Michelle Rivera. Wasn't you know any con- there wasn't any controversy. You know Frank Martin just really dominated. So not too much to talk about. You know we'll talk more about Frank Martin with his career as it continues to uh, progress forward. You know but this fight not too much to talk about. Um. When I'm recording this, I mean, happy holidays to anyone who's still listen who's listening. Um, probably nothing for the rest of the year, I don't think, boxing-wise. You know, coming into Christmas, New Year's, nothing much. But Tank Davis, January 7th, we'll go full court press with that. Start talking about uh, that fight coming up. And I'm right, I'm excited for that one. That's another 135-pounder. And yeah, man, um, I appreciate everyone for listening. Uh, that was just a quick recap of, quick recap slash review of the uh, Martin versus uh, Rivera fight. Um, have a safe and happy holidays, everyone. I'll catch you next time. Peace.